Coming up next, it's live from my office. Hi, this is Steve Cochran for David Hochberg, the title sponsor of Live from My Office and Team Hochberg. Right now, interest rates have come down a bit, but they're still high. Having said that, life happens. People are still going to need to buy homes. And when you buy homes, you're going to need a mortgage. And when you need a mortgage, who would you turn to? There's a million options and a ton of advertising and promotion. That advertising and promotion sometimes is less than honest. You know what you'll never get from Hochberg? Less than honest. Sometimes, I'd argue, he's too honest. But he actually wants to save you money. So even now, with these interest rates being what they are, if you have to do a mortgage, there's only one place I would call the place I've recommended to my sister, to my son and my daughter, the, the place I've used and they've used. It is Team Hochberg, David Hochberg. They're the people to get it done. At 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com, Team Hochberg and David Hochberg, they're getting it done. On the Big 89 WLS, my friend Pat Brady, I'm much more fond of Pat Brady's kids than I am of him, as you know. And um, Pat's very proud of all of his kids, but I think he likes Maeve best. And uh, Maeve is um, doing some remarkable work. And, you know, we have nothing to complain about. You know that, Jane Klaus. We've got nothing to complain about. You know that, Nick. We've got nothing to complain about. We're complaining, but we have nothing to complain about. Right. (laughs) And the reason I say that is because we all get caught up in our own things. And yet you now have a new friend mm-hmm. from Ukraine, a work colleague. Um, well, first of all, let's start with what you do so we can do that as a background. What do you do? Where do you do it? Yeah, so I'm an English and math interventionist working with kindergarten through eighth grade at St. Nicholas Cathedral School. What does that mean? You're teaching English? Yeah, so basically kids that come from Ukraine that don't know English need that extra help. So sure. I work with them about like 30, 45 minutes a day per grade. Okay, so you're bringing English to them. Yes. Do they have a handle on the language to some extent when they Um, come here? Some of them do. I don't know Ukrainian, so honestly, the kids have been translating for me, but it's actually kind of crazy how fast they're learning just because they're, like, fully immersed here, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's what they hear all day, every day is English. And is it the kids are translating for you, and then your protocol is just to teach them the language, and it's got to be tough because you're not, I don't even know what a, tell me what a scissor is. Well, yeah, so (laughs) it's, like, weird, too, because I'm used to working with Spanish-speaking kids, and Uh this is, like, a whole different language and a whole different, I'm sorry, I mean, alphabet. So it's not even the same alphabet. So when they're trying to pronounce words, it's, like, it's not even the same sound. Do the so kids tell you you're doing better? Um, no. <laughs> so I thought I was saying goodbye to everyone, and I was saying grandma. <laughs> I was saying baba, which means grandma. So I was like, baba, baba. And they're like, why are you, why why are you, you yelling, yelling grandma, grandma at, at us? And I was like, oh, I thought I was saying goodbye. And they're like, oh, no, Miss Brady, that's just that's not it. Like, oh. we, we know the Catholic Church has done a wonderful job uh, in welcoming y- Ukrainian refugees and trying to make this better. And, of course, Ukrainian village here, mm-hmm. huge influence as well. Uh, talk about St. Nicholas and what the, what, what's, what the effort is, which we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, so they've uh, welcomed over 70 refugees so far. And uh, the problem is right now that it's getting too full. So we're trying to reach out to more schools. So um, any sort of money is basically going towards clothes, food, shelter. Um, a lot of them have family that are here, but a lot of their dads are fighting back home. Mm. So a lot of them came with mom. Uh, they're trying to get resettled. So like that's where the money's going. Um, Pat, I know you've been particularly moved by this, not just to see your daughter do this, um, but um, in meeting uh, the guest who we introduced in just a second. 
Yeah, we met last Sunday, and I was thinking is Putin needs a cruise missile on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what they're doing to families like hers, and it's just yeah. it's atrocious. So hopefully this ends quickly. It does cut to the chase. Yeah. Um, I want everybody to meet Alia Dadula. And I apologize, but that's probably the closest I'm going to get to properly pronouncing your name. Yeah, you pronounce it correct. <laughs> um, thank you for coming in to talk about your life. Uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're safe. But I can't imagine what you're going through worrying about people you love back there. Yeah, thank you for inviting. It's so important for me to talk about Ukraine, like in U.S., because when I come here, first few weeks, it was so hard because I felt guilty, like leaving Ukraine. Uh, but I came for studies, so I studied the social work, and I know that that will be so much important in Ukraine in a few years, like even now, but we don't have the real professionals in this sphere because it just started so much, like it's full invasion war, so like absolutely everyone is traumatized, and I thought that I am not because I'm so strong and I can like, I, I can like feel like, uh, work with this alone. But when I came here and I saw like everyone is so happy, everyone is walking and smiling, and especially in US, like it's your culture, you can like always say, Hi, how are you doing? And for me it was like, Hi, I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was like not the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you would ex answer that. I mean, you got a great smile and you've got a great attitude, but uh, it's got to be incredibly stressful for you just worrying about everybody back home. Yeah, yeah. So like always, like all my thoughts is about my family because I have five siblings. And they all are in Ukraine right now. So, uh, and like very often they go to the East Ukraine to help my, my brother. He's not the soldier, but he's like responsible for the supplies for the soldiers. So he like often go there. And I like, he never say us. Like we have this tradition. You never say when you go there, but you say when you come back and you're alive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did I mention we don't have any problems? We have no problems at all. Unbelievable. Helia, how long have you been here? And then as this has been going on, have you been able to communicate with your family and friends there? I've been here for two months already. And uh, <coughs> the communication is, is like, okay, because like we have eight hours of difference. So I can speak with them only in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I always in the, my classes on at school. So it's hard to communicate, but... I feel that I'm here started to more afraid when I was in Ukraine mm -hmm. because when I was there, I like I was, okay, I'm here. I, I can't hear the missings coming or rockets, sure. but, but here <clears throat> when I'm listening all of that, like I read the news, especially last two days, it was like the, like massive attacks for all the Ukraine. Yeah. And it's really very, very hard to, to read this. Like today in the morning, I wake up maybe in 4 a.m. and I have my friend here. She just came for one conference and her two small child is in uh, Ukraine. So she just couldn't sleep all night because she like should check and they don't answer because they are, everyone is in the um, um, bomb shelter. Bomb shelter. Yes. So it's like, I know, I hope that everything is okay all the time, but I, I still have this small like forest that maybe that will come to my house like this missiles because it's like, you never know. Like, oh, yeah, well, you, you know, the, you the, know. the English right. word is trauma. I don't know what the Ukrainian word for it is, and it's perfectly understandable. I think your attitude's remarkable, and most of us here wouldn't understand how you're able to put one foot in front oh. of the other. But you should be very proud of yourself, what you're learning and what you're going to be able to teach and what you're going to be able to take home, because you will win, and you will go home to your country, not Putin's country, to your country, <laughs> and you will be able to prosper and thrive and have a life. I'm just sorry all this is going on in the process. Yeah. From one lunatic who I wish somebody had said it earlier deserves a cruise missile in his forehead. Mm -hmm. So 
I'm very sorry you're going through it. I'm very sorry about your family. Can you call? Is that the best way to communicate with your family? You call, or are there, I don't know, are the cell phone towers even functional? Yeah, 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 we have like the cell phones, but I don't call because it's too expensive. Okay. So I just call on the, through the internet. I'm mostly I just write to them. They are very angry if I ask them like to prepare the bombshell because maybe nuclear power will be used. And they are so angry at me because they say, Hala, you just became as old diaspora who is like afraid, like being in the safe place. <laughs> and I feel myself like bad about this. I don't want to make them like interrupt from their normal day life. Because like right. when the war started, I started to feel that everything is so much not important. Uh, even here, I couldn't buy anything for me because like I don't need this because right. like the most important is families, communication. So that's why like I'm not happy. Like, totally to be here like I always think like I will come back I will come back maybe in few months and this is um yeah so like when the war started we always thought that nothing is so much important than just to be happy and we try to be happy every day because maybe like I will be killed next day so I should like live this day Incredible. as strong as possible and that's actually I hate war I hate Russians but this is the one things which is like I think people forget in this life even though, like, I was, like, Ukraine is not, like, that rich country, so we, like, always think where, where we can, like, get more salary to work more and more, but we forget, like, how to be happy with your family. So I applied for these programs two years ago, actually, so I, I should be here even though if war wouldn't be. So I was really wanted to go from my, from my family to have a rest because I have five siblings. It's like <laughs> well, always it's <laughs> It takes unbelievable courage yeah. to pick up and leave your country yeah. and go to someplace you don't know in general, let alone with the war as the backdrop. You're an amazing person. And one of the things you said about the people of Ukraine, which I think is stuck, and Pat, you and I have spoken about this off the air, is the attitude, the positive attitude, the collective smartassery, the very <laughs> funny sense of humor stuff. About what you're going, we could learn a lot from the Ukrainian people about how to take a look at our lives, and I'm I'm glad you're saying what you're saying. Yeah, that's actually what I think. What we learned during the war, first first maybe week of the war, I wasn't so happy as I'm now. Of course. <laughs> I was like no smiling. Yeah, sure. it was like no yeah. smiling at all. Yeah. And then some people making some memes like fun of the war, and I was like, what what a stupid attitude. <laughs> but right. then right. like you can't live like all the time like crying and and being afraid. So yeah, it's something that helps us a lot actually. Yeah. And by and the way, um, uh, you know, I know yeah. that calling can be expensive, but Mr. Brady is Mr. very... Mr. Brady will help with that. <laughs> yes. And Mr. Brady is very wealthy. Maybe so he does not need Christmas this year. Yeah, I think I'm it's good. all going Trust to me. Ukrainian phone fund. <laughs> and by the way, if you need any money for anything uh, now and into the future, please ask Mr. Brady. He's very, very wealthy. <laughs> well, uh, she's a Fulbright scholar, too, yeah, so she's, she, got, uh, she does okay. Well, yeah. okay, but that doesn't mean Mr. Brady shouldn't be giving you money. Um, I'm more, glad to give her whatever she needs. I know you are. Golfers, let me talk to you about Cantini Golf Course. They are a proud sponsor of Live from My Office, and I'm proud to have them along because I love that golf course. And I love Terry Hanley and all his people there. You know the deal, the deal where you walk into a golf course, and if you play a lot of golf like I do, I know you've seen this, you walk into a golf course and there's somebody behind the counter at a pro shop that act like they're doing you a favor to take your money and to be there. Man, are you never going to get that at Cantini. From the moment you drive down the long drive that leads to the clubhouse and those three beautiful nines at Cantini and their incredible practice facility and their academy and the very cool kids course that we've talked about before, 
uh, you're going to feel like it's your country club. And it is. It's your country club for the day. And they're going to be happy to see you. So let me just read you a few key words, if you will, from actual Cantini reviews. Here's the words that pop up. Beautiful course. Great course. Great condition. Can't wait to go back. Great practice facility. Fantastic way to warm up. A masterpiece. Perfectly manicured. Pristine. A must play. A true gem and a joy to play. That's from actual golfers. Those are reviews. People that took the time to say how great a day they had at Cantini after they had their day at Cantini. What are you missing out on? Cantini Golf. C-A-N-T-I-G-N-Y. It's cantinigolf.com. For all your questions, you could pick up the phone and call them as well. 630-260-8199. Cantini Golf. Dot com spell it c-a-n-t-i-g-n-y cantinigolf.com may brady's here an english interventionist which sort of sounds like an attack squad doesn't it yeah i think you might have to have some english intervention over here with me well you will <laughs> learn english and an amazing young woman uh holly Dadula, whose siblings and family are all back in Ukraine. She came here to study for two years and take her knowledge uh, back as a uh, social worker to the new Ukraine, the rebuilt Ukraine, the Ukraine we know will survive and That's thrive. Right. That's right. Uh, you had a question. You know, I, as uh, I never thought in a million years I'd sit here and look at a beautiful 24-year-old say, I'm... We're, we're prepping for a nuclear war and I might be killed. I mean, I have tears in my eyes because I can't imagine what the fear that you were going through when you were there. And now you're here. You've been here for two months. But before you came to the United States and to Chicago, you were working with orphans in the Ukraine. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I was working with orphans before the war started. So it was like my my passion for many years. And when the war started, we have so many orphanages in Ukraine. It's like the very old Soviet Union system. So all poor children goes to the orphanages, and we have 100,000 children in orphanages. So I knew when the war started, they all should come to the West Ukraine to be in safe place. But many of them just stuck in the occupied territories. And we have maybe 25,000 children who are deported to Russia, and no one knows like what's going on with them. And it's my biggest fear that we really will lose a lot of children, and we don't know their... Um, future and what's going on with them right now and these are little babies to what age it's like from the zero to 18 Good it's Lord. like orphanages is for for everyone Good Lord. yeah and when the war started so many orphanages just coming to our orphanages mm -hmm. and they were you know if you have parents it's it's better because you have someone mm -hmm. close older who you believe and you are not so much afraid but when the orphanage is coming they just ask you will i die like when mm -hmm. i will die and I, I met one uh, orphanage. There were maybe 60 children who were four days in the basement and their, their orphanage was destroyed. So they are like going out through the destroyed house and sitting in the, in the bus, like when the rockets was in the sky. So they see really awful things. And like with these kids, I don't know how I can work. Like that's why I'm, I'm studying here and I want to be the professional because if you work with such children who are so much traumatized, you should be. You should know, like how to how to be with them. Well, and, and yeah, because it's going to be a generation of kids who will need that kind of help. This is what they remember. Uh, listen, I've told you about fourteen times. Let me just say it one more time. I'm blown away by you. You're amazing. Mm -hmm. You're an amazing person. And wh whatever you do going forward, I hope you're proud of what you're doing here as well, because it's crucial. It's needed. 
and to be able to come here and talk about it is extremely important. Um, you have uh, siblings, how many? Uh, five. I have six. Uh, I have one adopted. That's why okay. I'm working with children with orphans. <laughs> yeah, I'm adopted. It's, it's a total shot in the dark if it works out. Um, <laughs> but uh, y- your family's pretty amazing, too. You told us your dad is a respected journalist. you got a brother that's a journalist. But you have an older brother who does what? He is the CEO of the biggest Ukrainian volunteer organization. <laughs> they are actually he has makes very, our lives look pretty pathetic. <laughs> 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 I just you are Your life is unbelievable. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, he was he was studying in US when the revolution started, and you know, revolution was in 2014 when there was like uh, the the Russian propaganda was in Ukraine so much, and that's why we had the revolution. And my younger brother, like he's older than me, but he's younger than another brother, <laughs> and he was very active on the revolution. And he was he was like lost, disappeared for a few days, and so we saw that he is killed because like maybe one hundred uh, boys was killed in the in the revolution of dignity. And my brother, he was in US, so he couldn't live with that. So he come back to to look for my brother. Uh, yeah, we found him in a few days. He was uh, he was in the Mr. police station. Uh, yeah, that's why he came from U.S. and he started to work with the. Uh, and he's created this unbelievable organization, which is hugely successful and does great work. Yeah, so in in eight years they become the biggest organization and they rebuild houses in every in every region when the war started. <laughs> and they also like their huge work is that they that they do the um, centers for youth to to make them more developed, like to unite mm-hmm. youth. I think the power of Ukraine is to be united. Mm-hmm. And like we always try to be together when something happens. Like, oh, God bless you. Uh, it's just out, it's out, it's outrageous. Some of the wonderful things are happening and it's so good that we're able to help you publicize it here. We're going to run out of time. I hope you'll come back and talk more, but I want to get a couple of things in because I want people to give you their money. Yes. Yeah. Again, Mr. Brady has lots of money. Take his money. Um, but Maeve, you can back me up on this if I get anything wrong, certainly. Yeah, but Catholic Charities in your school in particular, is Catholic Charities a way to help? Yeah, St. Nicholas Cathedral. And then um, we actually, I was talking to Halia, and she was saying that a lot of the money needs to go to the Army right now. Okay. So there's a okay. lot of organizations that you can yeah, do. Yeah, Army is our, it's our like, priority because they are like the best, the best boys and girls who are... Yeah. Okay. Soldiers' needs on the front line can be met by an organization called P L A S T Plast. Um, we are going to link these. We'll put them up on social yeah. media yeah. so you can see them because the the actual charitable links are a little bit long. But that's a great way to help. And, and there's several that we'll put up there for people to help. Yeah. I just want you for a second talk about R A Z O M. Is it Razom? Sorry. Razom for Ukraine. R A Z O M. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, and uh, and build Ukraine together. These are other organizations that do things like your brother's work, yeah. um, and he's a part of that organization as well. Um, and there's others that are specifically focused on kids, and of course, all of it focused on families. And and these are all trusted by Ukrainians. Yeah, so that's is, the important thing too. Is she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. So she has yeah. she has all the organizations. They're all vetted. Yeah, uh, and they're completely safe to donate to. Listen, uh, God bless your family yeah. and and the people of Ukraine. And um, I, I hope we're doing the right thing in the way we're helping. I would like to be the one, so would Pat, to make sure that cruise missile arrives on target in Putin's forehead. Um, but in the meantime, um, the struggle of your people, it's its just so inspiring. And you're inspiring in everything you do every day. So thank you for coming here to talk about it. Yeah, and I want to thank to all you Americans because your help is so much. Like, for Ukrainians, it's so much important to feel the help from the all, you, all, all countries, and we feel it so much from the U.S. 
Uh, yeah, so thank you, all Americans people. It's so, so great to feel your help. Um, literally, it's the least we can do. Yeah. So thank, thank you. you for sharing your story. And uh, come back, please come back. Yes, yeah. we want you to come back. Thank you, May. Thank you. Of course. Team Hochberg, David Hochberg. Rates are not your friend now. No, even if they've dropped a bit, rates are not your friend. You know what else isn't your friend? It's actually your enemy. He's waiting. I mean, let's face it. Life in the reality of life happens. People are moving to Chicago every single day, moving to Illinois every single day, and they need homes. And the whole housing bubble thing has kind of changed. You could make money selling your house now, but then you got to figure out where to live. Look, all of these questions, all of these quandaries, all of these mysteries of life are surrounding the biggest investment in your life, your house. They can all be answered by David Hochberg and Team Hochberg. Let me tell you about an example. Jamie, 70, a limo driver, business got crushed by the pandemic, was living off credit cards. The stress of not working, credit card debt really made Jamie physically ill, so he called Team Hochberg for a reverse mortgage consultation. Jose Rodriguez, the reverse mortgage expert at Team Hochberg, walked him through it and helped him secure a reverse mortgage, paid off his mortgage, eliminated his credit card debt, reduced his payments $2,500 a month. So before calling Team Hochberg, stress and physical ailments were the rule of the day. After calling Team Hochberg, Jamie secured a reverse mortgage, eliminated that debt, saved $30,000 a year. Team Hochberg's done the same for me and the Live From My Office listeners. Many of you have already been in. Just pick up the phone and call them. I mean, they're not psychics. They're really good at saving you money, but they can't help you if you don't call. Don't don't wait. Don't wait. Ask them about refis. Ask them about uh, a way to help pay off your debts and use your home in the process. You know, you got equity sitting there, and you may need it now. 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. You've got questions, they've got answers, and there are no stupid questions. Tune in to uh, their radio show, Home Sweet Home Chicago, hosted by David. At Saturday mornings after House Smarts on WGN Radio at 10 a.m. Meanwhile, Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to emcee your event, and occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more.